Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jellicoon and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. This is Jellicoon along with Zach, with a C, and not an H. Oh, yeah, good thing you clarified. I'm like, I think both of us have a C. I know. In fact, I'm the one missing the letter. Okay. Zach with an H at the end of his name. Yeah, that, that makes more sense. Your that, H fell Zach off. With the, with a Z, and like, okay, that narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it's good to be back. Good to watch anime yesterday. Exclusively yesterday. Like, other than last time we recorded. Man. Uh, and I, watched, I watched some with my brother. Uh... When I was visiting, that was the first time I watched any. Oh, wow. But for mostly good reasons. I mean, I've been enjoying my new department at school. And uh, we do like a lot of stuff outside of school. Like today we had a visiting professor give like a seminar. And then we all went to the bar. So it's, it's been fun. Uh, so so for good reasons. But yeah, nice same here. Some. Yeah, I haven't been too much on the anime train myself. I've been... Doing a lot of studying and yeah, other things. So, but it is what it is. We both watched anime. We both watched Devil Man. True. Well, you watched two episodes. I finished the whole show. I marathoned the fuck out of that show. And that's what I want to talk about today. I'm not going to go through everything point by point because Zach did a great job about that. With an H. With an H. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, where he left off, I finished, and I f- feel like it more has to be said because it's it's a show you will not soon forget. I'll say that much. Yeah, and what you... memorable first two episodes. Yes, I was I excited think... by it. It was refreshing. I ate it, or I ate it, or I watched it while eating and making dinner. Uh, and it was nice that it was dubbed, so I could tell what was going on all the time. So, yep. yeah, it was. <laughs> It's good. Uh, nice to see on Netflix. Much better than perhaps their recent handling of other shows where you have to wait forever. At least this one was just, you know, Netflix exclusive anyway. As far as I know. Yep. Hopefully I'm not wrong. Yeah, so it was nice to see a show I wanted to watch in English on time. Uh, so that was that was fun. So what but then you- as far as it being easy to get into, not really, like very violent and sexual, which is probably what you talked about last time. Like, it's not something I'd invite the whole family to watch with me. Yeah. So, but other than that, if we're just going to get right into it, I finished watching, I mean, I always forget the name, but it's the one John and I started watching at this point, two seasons ago, the one about dating and the MMO addict one. Oh, how to recover an MMO junkie. Yeah. Which is essentially a love story. Um, by the end and that was really good um i i could talk about it i guess more at length if, if you want to uh 
I'll say some things at the end. Or no, I'll just do it now because it doesn't need to be a full review. But um, I got into it because, you know, MMOs are something I've cared about a lot in my life. But the sword art treatment of them is something I don't like. Like Log Horizon got a little closer. Sword art, not at all. Excel World was interesting, but not really MMO focused. So this one focuses on this uh, girl, I guess woman, that's 30. And she quits her job to become a full-time neat, as she describes, or non. What's funny is that acronym is like non-educated, non-employed, but she was educated and was working and then quit her job. So whatever. She still uses the buzzword for it, but she essentially retires or quits her job to play games. And she plays as a guy character, and she uh, enjoys spending time most with the girl character. Turns out the girl characters kind of understand that, like, uh, they live near each other, they run into each other, and then it's like, oh, a relationship of circumstance, which wouldn't make the show very good because that's like been done before and isn't very exciting. Um, but they, they just did the relationship, like, uh, I guess in a nicer way than I thought it would go. Because instead of just being all circumstance, like, half of it is them trying to get over the fact, like, try to reconcile the fact they want to play games together. They might want to be something more relationship-wise, but they don't want to ruin what they already have. And I'm like, well, that's a much better story than... I, by circumstance, fall in love with someone in a game and then meet them and then you love them in the real life or real world, right? It's like, sure, that happens and that's been done as a story, but this one was much better and believable. And it just has a nice conclusion. They uh, spend the day together finally in real life through the result of the best wingman I've ever seen in anime. It's the guy's co-worker who calls them both to the park without telling them why and then they run into each other and he like he sets them up essentially so that was that was a cool addition of character he's very outgoing and social he's like the foil to their two shy characters and hooks them up and then they just go on a date and at the end they hold hands and in the mirror behind them you see their characters and then they take a step forward and their characters go backwards like symbolizing that they're moving forward together as a relationship in the real world and their characters are still together in the online world. And that was just really nice. I went, ah, and then your heart feels good. And then I watched some devil man cry baby and it was completely opposite. <laughs> but, uh, so I really enjoyed that show. I would recommend it, whether you like, you know, video games or romance, but its strong point was the the sweet romance, but also the characters are very likable, and they have some other characters in the story, and uh, the reaction faces, and I guess tension. Like they're not always talking all the time. They made good use of tension for the two shy characters, so it was very enjoyable. So that's my brief log on that. What, what would you rate it? I rated it an eight. Like oh, wow. Probably probably a seven, but I just felt so... Well, I mean, so it's still good, right? Yeah, it's recommended to most people. But I gave it an eight at the time because I just... I felt really good after that ending episode. It was so satisfyingly paced and concluded. It had an ambiguous end, but one that made sense. It's like, oh, they're together more than just in the game. And it was nice. Um, as far as airing shows, I watched the first episode of Citrus. Woo! That was an overbearing show. 
Wow, come I on. Really, That's like the one shot I really I'm watching. Lo- I really like the blonde character. Like, uh, she's very likable, and like, I wanted to root for her as she began her new high school career. And then you have the student council stepsister character who just like molests her in her own room. Yes. There's lots of molestation. Kissing's like, and I'm like, well, as much as I like the main character, that was just too much. Like, that scared me off to watching the rest of the show. Because it's either overbearingly sexual for no reason, which I don't think it is. I bet they develop some sort of reason. eh. Or, yeah, I mean, so it's either fan service or it's some reason where, like, the main character isn't going to get what she wants and that's that's what she wants i don't know i just wanted the main character to do well in her new situation and then that other character molests her and i'm like this is too much for me just too much molestation for you yeah i haven't watched episodes five and six yet so uh, the story's okay it's okay so you watched wait have i watched five hold on i gotta check now either way you've certainly watched this has been like the one Uh, show i've been watching my question is, how did they go anywhere from the end of the first episode? Um, it just does. Essentially, they move in together, and there's some more kissing, and then there's, like, stuff that happens. Essentially, um, uh, what's her face? The sister, stepsister? Um, mm-hmm. not Yuzu, but the other girl. Whatever. I forget her name. Yeah, whatever. Black-haired student... Yeah, yeah. Essentially, she... Right now, at least for the four episodes I've seen, it's like she plays dumb, but yet... We really don't know. Which is clearly smart, or set up as a character that is smart. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And it's like, are they going to go the path But they also talk... So you may have missed this in the first episode. You know, she even asks... You know, hey, you know, why is there so many girls? Like, is there this many lesbians in the school? And her, the person showing her around or telling her about it just says no, but they want to experience, you know, sex and stuff. So they do it because, you know, that's the only option. I don't, I don't really like that. Like, it's circumstance. A it's a circumstance of we're at an all-girls school we can't hang around with the you know people of the opposite sex and, and yeah, but then does the main? I felt like they're gonna go the path where she's betrothed to marry that man, but then she likes girls, and then they're gonna go that way. Oh, just but. watch episode two; you'll see what happens with that. They quickly take care of that storyline. Hmm. So yeah, I'm not I'm not interested in continuing. <laughs> no, I mean it's probably not your cup of tea. I mean, I'll be, even I'm kind of like eh, what, what, eh. the thing that kept me in it was the Yuzu being so likable. Yeah. So and like the other girl she meets, it's like I'm secretly also the gal type character, but I can't show it here. Yep. She like hides her phone in her tits. Yes. So like the characters are interesting, and then the student council president doesn't say anything in the first episode and just molests her and i'm like this is too much i don't i don't know what's happening she can't use her words nope words are powerless yeah um no so i mean i'll go ahead a little bit and spoilers um not really spoilers but 
So I think it was in the second or th- I think it was the second episode. Yuzu actually confronts her because they kiss again in like the bath because she falls in a she she falls into a uh, was it the first of no yeah it was the second episode in the beginning of the first the second episode she's walking and she trips into a fountain and then she pulls in the other girl so they both are in the bath and like they kiss and stuff in there and she gets upset and. They get up, like, she's like, oh, I want to do it again. So they do. But eventually, we find she goes, well, you know, why do you keep kissing me? Why do you keep, you know, why do you keep doing this? I don't understand. You know, she's so cold. And she goes, oh, this is nothing. This is just this is this easy way to shut you up. Hmm. So, you know, right now, at least in episode four, after episode four, it's kind of like, yeah, things have settled down, but there's a lot of drama. And, like, she gets... So, basically, um, the the teacher, she rats on the teacher. Like, she actually, like, goes up in this... Because she thinks now that her, her grandfather... Or so, her grandfather is the owner of the school, or the, you know, the, ch- the head master yeah, of the school. Yeah, I figured that out. So, she gets this big head about her, thinking, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm untouchable. So... She interrupts a school assembly and basically outs her stepsister and the teacher. And about the, because the teacher basically just says, Hey, I'm, she was on, he was on the phone with someone else, basically saying, Hey, I'm going to milk this, you know, until we're married. And then, you know, I'll come join you after we, you know, get more rich. Mm. You know, I don't love this girl. So then he, he leaves the school, and <laughs> that's that's that so far. Uh, but there's other stuff too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, she I don't like expelled. that. She gets expelled for what she did. Like she, and it's actually like, nah, it's it's weird, and it's weird too because like the father of the household, like they literally get married. He's like, oh, I'm going on a trip. Yeah, I thought that was strange. And then at dinner, they're like, uh, no, she's like, I haven't seen my father in five years. I'm like, well, then how did he ever meet this other woman to marry and then move again? Yeah, I don't know. It's the whole thing was strange. The character was likable, but it wasn't enough for me. Yeah, no, exactly. I like, I like the drama that's paced in a way I can relate to. Like, But yeah, like, I agree like though White with you. or something. This yeah. one is just too out there. This does a little bit seem like fan service, but on the other hand, it's like, you know, I don't know if we're the right, I don't know if we're the right demographic. I'm pretty sure we're not, but yeah, I'm a little confused too. Mm-hmm. I watched six episodes of the new Overlord. How's now that? Now that's a video game show done correctly. Uh, I was actually disappointed initially because the second one ends on sort of a cliffhanger. This new one starts with new characters. It's like a sub-race of lizard people within the game. And the main characters from the old one aren't in it in the beginning. So initially I'm like, I don't want to learn about these stupid lizards. But then by the end, when they confront and have to fight the main character, I cared about them a lot. (laughs) I hope they don't lose. Like, I'm so attached to the characters. So I was impressed with how they made me feel about it. Uh, So that show's great. Also, I can hear myself talk sometimes. It's throwing off my concentration. Oh, well, sorry. 
we'll see. Um, I'll turn you down uh, just a little, but yeah, the um, my headphones are probably a little loud. That's why. Hmm. Uh, so I've been enjoying that a lot, and it's another short season, like thirteen episodes or whatever, or I guess a full season, but not two in a row. And everyone on Reddit is talking about the Darling and the Franks show. Yeah, and I don't. But mainly because why. of that weird-looking girl. Probably not because of the actual show. The the genre is mecha, which turns me off to it. But I at least added it to my list because I'm like, it looks pretty. What's a Franks? What's the Franks? I don't know. I was just thinking the German money. I didn't watch it yet. But yeah, it does sound like the German's money. But instead of CS, it's XX. Yeah. Not piloting a Franks is the same as ceasing to exist. So I guess that's the name of the robot. And maybe the girl is the darling that's in them. I don't know. Uh, so I haven't started that, but it looks interesting. Uh, what else? I only watched those two shows, Devil Man, and I finished the old one. Uh, I think there's one other airing one I added to my list. Let's see. Oh, no, I took it off. It was one of the other Fate shows, but it looks bad like the other one I didn't like. So they did Apocrypha, which sucked and was abusive to my ears. And then they did this other one, Extella, I think, mm-hmm. which also was poorly received. And I watched part of the first episode and it was bad. So basically, though I love the Fate franchise, I'm basically just looking forward to watching the new movies that Ufotable does because everyone else that picks up it does a poor job. I should say picks it up. Gotcha. Oh, wait, there was one other one I added from, or two that I added from last season. That's why I couldn't find them initially. One was uh, Inu Yoshiki. Uh, Ichiro Yunishiki is a 58-year-old family man who's going through a difficult time in his life. Throughout his back problems are... Wait, no. Though his frequent back problems wait, wait, are Wait, wait, wait. Is this the one where the guy turns into a robot? He can, like... Yeah, maybe. That's kind of what the cover looks like. Uh, let's see, a stomach cancer, and then it becomes a mechanized weapon, yes. Yep. So, it looks really cool to me. There you go. Uh, and it has good reviews. Uh, so I want to watch that one. And I also wanted to watch... What did this air on? There's something special about how it aired. But Land of the Lustrious... It's the super colorful one from last season. In the distant future, a new, immortal, and genderless life form called Gems populate the Earth. The 28 gems must fight against the Lunarians, which sounds ridiculous, but there's something about how it aired and how it was animated that was unique. I forget what, but it's by Studio Orange. What else did they do? Uh, Black Bullet, Dimension W, Under the Dog. Hmm. So not many things. I've seen Black Bullet, but I don't know. This one looked really interesting to me, and I didn't watch it last season, so I'm going to try that. And then I didn't watch Violet Evergarden, though I did find the first few episodes to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you said you watched some, right? I watched the first episode. I wasn't too impressed. Yeah, I mean, it's its hook was that it's beautiful or whatever. Yeah. But it looked... From the scenes, fairly boring. So I'll have to see. Mm, and that's it. Well, there you go. All right. 
You want to get a DVD picks? Uh, sure. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. What do we got coming up? Uh, good question. Let me open our 2018. Oh, so man. It's already mid-February. I didn't I bookmark it yet. Um, we got All Out. Sounds like a sports anime. I, I think it is. With well, a name like All Out, it must be. I think it's baseball. Well, that makes sense. Since people can be out in baseball. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it. Google the hell out of it. It's uh, rugby. Oh, well, I was wrong. Or at least I assume they're holding what looks like a rugby ball and not just a normal football. Um, Dragon Ball Super. Nanan Biori. Zeta the Last Witch. Cinderella Boy. Library War. I haven't heard of any of these. Uh, they're all discotech. They're very old. Nie 7. Nye. I think it's called Near. No, there's no R, so probably not. I know. I think it's... I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, they have the game near Automata, but that's not related. Uh, Urusai Yatsura, Beautiful Dreamer. Attack on Titan. Oh, I know how to say that one. Uh, Scar Red Rider. And Flip Flappers. Flip Flappers is something I'd watch. I heard it's um, good. I just yeah, think- now that's a show that has the, the Yuri theme of Citrus, but something that looked like cool and psychedelic and, you know, over the top. And the characters seem to communicate from what I saw instead of just molesting each other. So, yeah, <laughs> Flip Flappers is something I'm interested in checking out. I'm going to add that uh, to the list. It's my Sentai. I wonder if it's dubbed. Hmm. Uh, I would definitely. It's nice to see that Attack on Titan Season 2 is just one uh, release now instead of like two individual. Granted, the amount of episodes is a lot less, but I'm just saying in general. Yeah. And that next season's coming out sooner. Yeah, Flip Flappers is pretty colorful. Looks great. I would watch it. Yeah. Um, it's in. It says language English with Japanese with English subtitles. Ah, so it's subbed. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. How come it says English, comma, Japanese with English subtitles? Doesn't ah. that imply it was dubbed? Let's see. That's uh, what I saw on the selling page for it. Dub. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well then we should check this out then. Well, I'm going to watch it if it's dubbed. Here's a, here's a clip of it real quick. Are you collecting the shards too? Oh, God damn it! Since long before you two ever started. Do you have a bunch of them already? You know who that is. Is there something that you want to say to me? Is that is that Brittany? It's Brittany! Yep. Oh, she does my favorite Jesus. voice of Railgun. I love Railgun. You're soft. <laughs> you two. Want to come with me? Greater numbers would help us find the amorphous a lot faster. Are you asking us if we would like to join your group? Okay, I'm sorry, but why did they pick this clip to be like the... This is the Anime News Network, like, clip reveal and English dubcast reveal. And they pick, like, this random scene of them just, like, sitting there, like, eating lunch or something. 
Yeah, there's a lot of cool fighting and psychedelic things, so I'm surprised they picked a boring scene. No way! Papika, not gonna happen! <laughs> what the fuck is Papika? So. But why? Why are you collecting all the shards? World domination? Huh? I, I don't feel. You don't know anything at all, do you? Oh, she did. Wait! Handstand thing. She almost tripped. Well, that was that. That. I don't know. Fuck. That doesn't turn me off to it. <laughs> Brittany's done plenty of roles that I enjoy. I know, but she's so fucking, like, obvious it's her. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, she's good. Like,. I'm not she's saying like, she's, she's like typecasted her profession. in the world of voice acting, almost. I mean, like she's just done so much. Like, you know, like I said, like I'm not. This is nothing against her or her profession. Like, good for her. She's getting work. So, so voice, many things, though. We got Yamada's first time. We got Yuri from Angel Beats. Uh, Misaka from Railgun. She does so many roles in shows I enjoy. Uh, yeah. One of the characters in Is This a Zombie? Yeah, I mean, oh, I understand. Well. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I, I, I guess I'd say Flip sure. Flappers and I'd say Attack on Titan Season 2. Um, There's just so little in Attack on Titan Season 2. Not to bash yeah, the show. That, I, no, I you're kind of right, though. It's but it's like, like, would I buy it? I pretty much remember everything that happened. I'm going to probably buy it because I own Season 1 and I'm, I'm kind this of a, not, not, buy, a, not a completionist, but like... It's like I already started the series. You know, like you said, this one's easier to get. Or at least <laughs> it's just one. Yeah, well, before I had to buy two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not attached to it. I'd say Flip Flappers. So you know what's funny? Uh, my coworker... Two, so one of my coworkers is a huge Dragon Ball fan. Mm-hmm. He got another coworker... To literally watch Dragon Ball. And now they go into work and they talk about it. So the original Dragon Ball. Yes. He's watching it all like fresh. Yeah, that's something I haven't anime. seen. I've only seen Z. Yeah, same. That's what I grew up with. Yeah, I don't have the time. I think he just flips it on and does whatever he's doing. Um, mm-hmm. But it's funny. My coworker got a dead Yamcha figurine for his desk. <laughs> and he has a Master Roshi. Or no, not a Master Roshi. Uh, uh, a Goku, like... Uh, very first desk. Hmm. It's just interesting listening to these guys talk because, like, the one guy literally like doesn't watch anime, like, but he's like, I'm watching all 500 episodes of of Dragon Ball. Okay. And it's interesting because yeah. they'll come in like, oh man, this happened and that happened and da 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 da. It's like, like it's just a normal man. show for them. Yeah. yeah still well, no, my... it's not even that, but like, it's just interesting hearing someone like. Ex- not not so excited, but just interested in the show. Like, you know, I've, we've, I've been watching so long where I'm just jaded and like, eh. Yep, seen like four shows like yeah. that. It's nice to listen to people that are passionate about their hobbies, whatever they are. Yeah. And, uh, still, one of my favorite stories is how I watched some anime with my college roommate at the time, back when I started doing this show. Actually, slightly before, when I first got into anime, and he watched Gunslinger Girl with me, and 
he's like a total jock yeah plays every sport you know yep he's like oh what is this and watches gunslinger girl and he's like that's that's pretty good that's a good show yeah because henry ed is a badass yeah he had he had no concept of what anime was really he's just like oh it's just animated like disney shows well that does i mean that that first episode i mean i still remember when she walks in the door and she mows down everyone in the hand on the the scene out of the like violin case yeah machine yeah and like when the guy falls, his hand like hits the blinds and they fall down. Like it's a really good done see, first episode. Yeah, and then the second season's completely different. But second anyway, it's garbage. <laughs> yeah, the first season's very good. And so then I eventually show him Code Geass, and to this day, like when he meets people or they the topic of not when he just meets them, he's not like oh Code Geass. But when the topic of TV comes up, he's like still. He still mentions that, oh, my roommate Zach in college showed me the show with the best ending of all time. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, what do you mean? What is that? And he's like, well, it's something called anime, but I can't give it away. It's so good. You got to watch it. Like, I'm so proud. Man. Like, it's true. It's it's like he was so blown away by the the twist ending. (laughs) I've actually, I got to watch more of that. I've only watched the first episode of the Akito the Exiled. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched any. That's another thing I downloaded, but I mean, bought or whatever. No. Yeah, whatever. Rented. <laughs> yeah, that's something else I acquired at the same time of Violet Evergarden, but I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Let's just say information dump in the first episode. Yeah, it's like they're supposed to make a show. Like, I'd rather watch just a continuation than a spinoff. Really, I yeah, was happy is, with Cozy House in new. general, so this I don't is... think it needed anything. But if they're going to make something, I'd rather it not be a spinoff. Cause yeah, this is all new characters. Yeah, and then I I don't know how they're going to do, like, if they do continue the main story, they would ruin their perfect ending that my friend so reveres, you know? Yep. Uh, if he learns there's a sequel, that would upset him, because he loves that as his favorite ending. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how I feel about that. Or I should say, I do know. Apprehensive. Yeah. I've seen them ruin other franchises. Huh. Terrified by all the bad fate shows I see now, like ooh another fate show, and I get all excited and like yep. this isn't this isn't Ufotable. like this is just some other weird spinoff. Like oh we made a fighting game and now we've made an anime of the fighting game or we've made a mobile game. Actually, the Fate Grand Order uh, episode was good, even though that's like the mobile game one. But man, that Apocrypha one was terrible. I don't know how anyone finished it. Yeah, like 10 episodes in, my ears couldn't take the abuse. None of the characters were good. It wasn't even a fate show. Like, it, was, it was weird. So I know like the first Heaven's Feel movie is out in some capacity in Japan. So I should probably try to find that because that's what I actually care about. All right. Yep. Moving on. Moving yeah, on. I would choose Flip Flappers because I'm enjoying watching the over-the-top Devil Man dubbed. Yeah, I was going to ask watch- you. I'd watch another dub show, Flip Flappers. So there you go. So yeah, let's talk about Devil Man. Yeah. Go ahead, start because you only watch first two episodes. So yeah, so I watched the first two episodes tonight when I was eating, and I had a friend uh, who I play games with on Discord, and she told me that she binge watched it as well. Like she watched it all in one night, and then I wake up to messages on Discord saying, "Oh, you got to watch this show." we talk about anime she knows i talk about it on a podcast and she's like oh this show's so good it's so over the top like it's very sexual and violent and so fun she's like you should definitely watch it and i said okay because at the same time 
that was like a week and a half ago and you mentioned it to me and you and Zach started reviewing it. So I was like, oh yeah, weird you would bring it up to me, right? Because I just heard about it from from Rob. Um, so yeah, we were talking about it and I planned on watching it regardless. So tonight I started it and it was... So I didn't know what she meant by overly sexualized because I don't really know what her lens of viewing anime is. Or I should say, I thought it was more... Not discreet, what is the word? Yeah, we'll just say discreet. Because, like, when we watched Ranpa, or she did after I did, uh, she didn't like one of the scenes because they're, like, given some sort of love drug, and it was, like, a fan service episode where they're all drooly and over each other and stuff, you know? And she's like, ah, oh, they're too touchy, and it was really awkward to watch with my boyfriend, and, like, okay, so... Like, she's not prude, but, like, that was too much, you know? And then she tells me I should watch this one because it's sexual, and I'm like, what does she mean by sexual? Is there fan service? So then I watched the first episode and it's just, you know, like, like you've seen it, the full blown nightclub nudity, twerking, uh, grotesque proportion titties, you know. So I'm like, oh, this is way over the top compared to what I thought she would think is sexual. Um, but but good in that regard. So the highlights for me is the color palette. It does a good job of being extremely bright and fun but then very dark in the, you know, the devil man scenes where he's killing other devils. And then the music uh, was, this is why I thought it was also just, I, I guess it's a tribute to the original devil man, but a lot of the music is early eighties synth music, you know, like vaporwave. So now it's popular as vaporwave because people made electronic music and it kind of made a resurgence, but Back then, that was just the type of music, right? 80s was characterized by synth music and piano. So um, so that was interesting. I like the musical tribute to the time period it comes from. I don't know, because I haven't seen the original Devil Man, how much of that is an overlap, but it's clearly inspired by things that are 80s. And my only lens for older anime I've seen um, is Akira, basically. And that's overly violent as is, from what I understand, the time of a lot of the anime and sci-fi shows made then, right? It's kind of the hyper-violent or violent days. Yeah. So those were the parts I like, really liked about it. Like, it's felt very true to an older show, like, done a new way. And I, similar to how I really enjoyed the new Blade Runner movie, it's nice to see things that are, like, tributes to older shows or extensions of them, you know, 30 years later, where they can do it differently. And I was kind of lost, to be honest. I mean, there's not much plot. Like, if my critique of the show two episodes in, if I was to critique it, I'd say, I mean, the two main characters are interesting, but I have no idea why they're so attached to each other. You get the little scene in the beginning where he seems to have some sort of super amount of sympathy for other people, and he can tell when they're sad, and then he starts crying. But then the other guy seems kind of heartless, and for some reason, he's a professor in the United States. And he was researching devils with this other guy in South America. So none of that made any sense to me. But uh, I would give them the benefit of the doubt of explaining it later. So I guess I'm very intrigued. Yeah, it's, they they do, and they get it, it all. It, it hooks me for all the right reasons. But I want to watch it because I want you know, like like you mentioned, is later they eventually flush it out. And I haven't listened to Zach's review of it, but I imagine his critique would be similar to mine that at this point, though, I think it's a very interesting hook. The violence is gratuitous compared to the story. So. 
I don't know if that was his critique, but pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Zach ended up at episode six, and I thought that's when the show really started getting good. Like the first episode, you know, like you saw, the first two episodes were good, and mm-hmm. you know, things... oh, I do have one more critique. Though. Oh, go ahead. To, to throw off your thought, I thought the voice acting was very weak in the first episode. I I couldn't tell what the characters were sp- supposed to be feeling. Maybe you're not supposed to be able to, but. I almost considered going to Japanese because when they're standing in front of the club the first time, the guy with the white hair, what, Ryu, was like, oh, of course I would choose you, Akira. Yeah. There's no one I trust more. And I'm like, is he supposed to be like faking it to use them? Which would be interesting. But it was just so devoid of emo- emotion. I'm like, is this scene supposed to be like intense or is it supposed to be like laughable and how bad it is, like emotion wise? So. They could still redeem themselves as like if the motivation of the white hair character is to just use them, then that scene makes sense. But yes, at the time, no, like, no, you're you're on the you're on the money. It's to okay. use him. Yeah. Okay. Well, then it's well, it's good you're in the club. Like, no, because even in the club, he says, "Hey, now's your opportunity to to uh, take over Akira." Right. Yeah. Do it, Amon. Take over. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. But that was my critique in the moment because I was like, man, this is so flat. Like, <laughs> so, okay, continue. That's good. Then they did a good job. Yep. So I really felt like uh, episode seven on was really good. And there was some really touching moments and some really just crazy moments. But, mm. um, yeah, the, the violence and the sexuality and everything kind of like, yeah, it takes a little getting used to. And, to be honest, they tone it down as the show goes on. Like, I think they use it a lot because it's like, oh, it's edgy. Oh, yeah. But I also think they make good use of it. Yeah, well, I imagine it's a it's a sign of the times. Like, I haven't seen the original, but from what I got in Akira, it's like, in order to make a statement, they made it overly violent or overly sexual. So, uh, so I mean, in that regard, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Because it felt true to it, you know. If, if they, like, toned it down, then perhaps it wouldn't be a faithful tribute. I don't know. Yeah. So, I really, really enjoyed the show. Uh, it was really easy to binge. And mm-hmm. it, it was just good. I mean, the ending, though. Good fucking lord, I'll never forget. Um, I really don't want to say anything. But I really wish I could. <laughs> because it's so new. Well, the ending, I mean, wait until you watch it, like... Not just the ending, but just the whole last, the whole last episode, episode ten, is just crazy, just fucking mm. crazy. And I mean, in the end, I feel like while the show had really good points, by the ending of the show, you're just kind of like, well, that was something. That was crazy. I watched, but you're left more like. You remember the violence and the over-the-top sexuality and the the events of the last episode or two more than really anything, in my opinion. Um, which isn't bad, but like this is a show I would watch again. There's not a redeeming. There's not a redeeming factor of this show of like, oh, I gotta show this to my friends, or oh, I gotta, I, I, maybe I missed something, you know. There's nothing mm. like that here. But it's definitely worth an interesting watch because, you know, just it's unique. 
You know, what do you think? Um, yeah, it is very unique and fun, and it's a cool way to get people interested in older shows. I mean, hell, this came out almost, what, 50 years ago? It says 73. 45 years ago? You're doing that math right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, 45 years ago is a crazy amount of time at this point. So, I think it's really cool that they bring shows back and. It's something I would never watch as an original, but by watching this, it makes me wonder how the original was, you know? And I was looking at, like, clicking through my anime list, all the character pictures that come up are ones from the original show, because the other one's so new. Um, For, like, each character I click on, and some of the animation looks cool for it, and I wonder how much of it was, like, I wonder how overly violent the original is. Because even Akira made me like feel uneasy at points. It was like so violent, but that was like part of the point. Though I'm not a huge fan of Akira, um, as I've discussed before. But uh, but I could tell its purpose. And um, yeah, I mean, this is really cool. It doesn't do any, as I would say, like bullshit superhero things. It's like a lot of. In a way, Devil Man seems like a superhero from the first two episodes I've seen, you know. Yeah. He's, huma- he's humanity's answer to, I guess, fighting demons. He has the demon power, but a human heart. And, like, cheesy, but if you saw that in a Western context or a Western movie, half of the movie would be describing the struggle of how he doesn't really want to be a hero and he can't protect everyone. It's like, here it's just, it's very unapologetic and it's, it's how one person, I guess, fits in society rather than the conflict they have about being that person. So far, anyway. So that's refreshing, because Western take on superheroes is, seems to be completely different from a lot of what I've seen in anime. A superhero. I mean, my big Dragon Ball friend, who is really into Dragon Ball, makes this complaint a lot about Goku, because Goku, originally written as a character, is is goofy and um like saves the world by the happenstance and for not noble reasons but then when you watch Dragon Ball Z the liberties they took with the dub frame him much more like Superman and how he's like a noble character that is a superhero essentially um so just the the western and the eastern view on heroes is different and devil man is an exciting display of that to me and I'm interested to learn more about the the blonde haired kid and like how he's using yeah. Akira. Yeah. And like the the good and evil and anime makes or does a good job always having like a foil of characters. Uh they do it with the persona games every time. The protagonist is in a lot of ways very similar to the antagonist, but has some underpinning different motivation. And I always like, and same with Code Geass, uh, Lelouch and his Shizaku. In the end, they work together, but throughout the show, they're very similar, but have different motivations. So I really like that in anime, where it's like two characters that could have been friends almost the whole show end up working against each other because they're motivated differently. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, there's definitely, you learn more about um, Ryu and whatnot mm. and his motivations become clear um episode eight nine so yeah cool yeah i'm excited to watch more
All right. Well, cool. Um, well, until next time, guys. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, thank you. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.